This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I'm Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 25th, episode 2898. Oh my gosh. This it's brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on horses in the morning. So, Jamie, I think everybody in the world has seen the video of the red pickup truck driving through the tornado, getting rolled over and then driving back out of the tornado. It was amazing. Yeah, well, there's an update to that story. So that guy's name was Riley Leon, and he he did. It was a Chevy uh, pickup truck, and he drove. You you also I watched it again this morning. It was a Silverado. He drove through. It rolled him over, and then he drove back out of the tornado. <laughs> First of all, uh, would you? Would you have lost all bodily function? Yes, all of us would have. <laughs> so. Let me let me let me be fair. Okay. If there's a tornado coming, I don't get out of my house. I literally <laughs> drive home as fast as possible. Or I, you know what? Weather's coming today. I'm not going to go anywhere. But this guy <laughs> apparently had somewhere to be. Yeah, and the tornado rolled right over him. I mean, it's, do you know that? How many times have we watched those tornado chaser shows where this is their lifelong dream is to be in the middle of a tornado and they spend years trying to get there? And this is guy driving home from work. Well, there is an update. Chevrolet, along with Bruce Lau. Lowry Chevrolet of Fort Worth, Texas, are donating a brand new 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500, the all-star edition to this guy and his family. Wow. So they're giving him a brand new truck. Um, and they're He probably all- doesn't want one. He wants to drive around the <laughs> one. Yeah, this is one that rolled. <laughs> the fact that it just wasn't enough. Well, and the fact that the airbags didn't go off, I, I don't know. But anyway, they're also donating $50,000 to the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Fund. And he and his family get the new truck at the dealership on March the 26th, though, tomorrow. I, so, I have another question. Yeah. Who the hell videotaped that? I wonder if it was a, you think it was a dash cam? Like a storm chaser dash cam? Here in Oklahoma, whenever there's weather coming, everybody knows, okay? And and we're not that far from this. Every We knew weather was coming, okay? So there are Channel 9 and Channel 5, all the channels around us have storm chasers that, like you were saying, they drive to the storm, and they'll be like, all right, David, we got rain and hail coming down here. It's about a quarter size, and then, you know, we, go, we got some wind. I got some shear. I got some of this, uh, and you're just like, why are you out there driving in that? <laughs> so I, 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 I get it. Maybe it was one of those guys. I didn't watch, like, the video with audio because it's, like, post-traumatic stress for me. So w- I, my question was, like, who taped that? I don't know. Maybe they just saw the tornado company coming and just started 
got their phone out. Hey, y'all watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. I know there's a lot, lot more people now with dash cams too. That uh, because you see the dash cam videos all the time now. Um, people are just getting those. I, I don't. I don't know why, but they are getting them. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, by the way, entertainment, I want to drive twice. By the way, um, hate mail goes to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com for the next thing I'm about to say. I just Uh saw a report two days ago about Chevy trucks. They are in the bottom three of the lowest rated vehicles for, for maintenance and performance of any vehicles on the road. Chevy has been having more troubles with their engines and and parts and their trucks ending up in the shop and recalls. So good. Do you know this was good would, press for Chevy. Do you know who would argue with you about yeah, that? Who is that? Riley Leon. Yes, she just drove his truck and flipped would. it over to tornado and then drove off. I think he would. Well, we have our Beyond the Ribbon Spotlight rider, Kira O'Connor Riker. Today, she's going to give us an update on last week's event at Luck Moy in Adamstown, Maryland. She rode both of her horses, her pony, uh, and also her other horse. We're going to talk about that and get caught up. We also uh, get ca- well. You're going to do a special news segment today, right? I've got a news story, but I'm kind of feeling uncomfortable in knowing that um, Kira's coming on. Oh, okay. Uh, as well. So. Well, you were going to do a new segment. Uh, oh, of, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. What's that yeah. called again? Um, it's called Next Door to okay. Me. <laughs> it's Next Door in Oklahoma, baby. And then I've also got a news story about naked people. And so I don't know, like, Kira, if you're listening right now, when I get to that segment, you're going to have to, like, I don't know, skip Maybe it. we'll do that after Kira's on. Uh, maybe that's... That's we, probably a good idea. So you just should, turn it off. Maybe we should rearrange. I don't want to give Kira any ideas. <laughs> She is only 12, so... uh, Yeah, we'll do it after. So, Kira, after you listen back to your interview, turn it off. Turn it off, yes. (laughs) We we don't want you here after that. Hey, we have a couple of minutes. I want to... Let's do a Friday guessing game, all right? This will just be... This will only take a couple minutes. Okay. All right, so... Are we uh, doing really... Are we doing Daily Winnies or... Oh, yeah, maybe we should do that too, huh? Okay. Uh, Let me do that first. (laughs) God, you're a mess. It's Friday. Friday. Hey, we have two auditor birthdays, Alicia Barden and Leslie Covington. And also, I want to give a uh, daily winnie to Jamie and I, to us. Really? Yeah. Because we have the ability to create wars and battles over (laughs) the stupidest things. Stupid. Stupidest things. So in the auditor room, there was a battle that commenced the other day after we talked about soy sauce and how I, we we did a recipe on Wednesday and then I talked about how uh, low low salt soy sauce is ridiculous, doesn't taste like anything and you love it. And then that ensued. Apparently people have very strong opinions about soy sauce. So we do have the ability to create uh, to create consternation over the stupidest stuff. It's just it's our talent, Jamie. It's what we do. You know, I was really impressed that there was. I feel like our soy sauce sponsorship should be coming any day. The choice calling right now. I'm I, sure. Apparently, I introduced <laughs> low sodium soy sauce to soy sauce to a lot of people. Every time you go to a 
to, to a restaurant that has a soy sauce, there's a red one and a green one. The red one is the hypertension, high sodium the good one. drink that, actually that Glenn has taste. likes. Yes. <laughs> and then the green one is the low sodium. Why would you choose hypertension? I don't know, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> had such a good week in the horse adoption world that I just wanted to let everybody know that um, potentially two adoptions, one complete adoption, Mega Honor, who's been here, he's like the super fancy mover. He's going to go up to, I believe, Connecticut in a few weeks and go live with his new mother. I'm so excited for him because he is just like really cool dude. And then I have a horse named Criminal who's been here and a lady came out yesterday and Criminal is a horse that you kind of have to be slow around. You have to just be very meticulous. You're very slow. Kind of an unfortunate name, actually. <laughs> it is because he's really sweet, but somebody's beat him up pretty bad. Um, and so, unfortunately, in a lot of the local smaller tracks around here, a lot of the people who handle the horses are not super educated about handling horses nicely. So... A lot of the uh, treatment to some of these horses, like when the guys go in to muck their stalls, it's like, you know, shoo them away, hit them in the face with the fork, get them away from you kind of thing. And these horses kind of sometimes come very damaged because of that. I've done a lot of trying to figure out why a lot of these horses come so human shy. And, and that seems to be the one thing that I've talked to the most people about is how the people handle them, not the trainers, not the riders, but the barn help. So he came very, very scarce. You have to be really kind of slow and quiet around him. And I found this, well, she found me the most perfect woman for this horse. She's quiet. She's an introvert. She's self-proclaimed introvert. She's like, I'm an introvert. I, I, I do better with texting if I could, you know, like just, uh, and, but she came out and she saw me yesterday and she wrote him and like, it's just a match made in heaven. So hopefully that adoption will proceed. She's put a deposit down on him. So I really hope it works out. So fingers crossed for criminal that he gets his new really calm. Night. It was just the most perfect match. It was a perfect person for this horse. So I hope it works out for them. Uh, I would have to change the name. Way. Wouldn't you have to change the name? We already talked about that. <laughs> She's like, I have to give him a different name. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have a criminal in the barn. <laughs> And he's not like he's so he actually won a hundred thousand dollars in racing, which in Oklahoma, that's like ten million in Kentucky. So <laughs> in real money, that's <laughs> he's very was a very successful racehorse. It's it's things like that. Like I, I find the racehorses that come to me. Let's take Julie, Roulette Juliet, for example. I was sent a video of her on the track being galloped by an exercise rider, right? And she's zooming by and the owner like films it, right? So that's what he sent to me. And come to find out, like I had this mare here and you can't, she doesn't even know how to trot. Like it was like, it was like when you, uh, have you ever played pinball and you pull the handle and the ball goes up, it's like, bing, 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 everywhere. That's, that's her. And I just think like in situations like that, I cannot believe somebody got on this horse and perched themselves up top and went 38 miles an hour. <laughs> like <laughs> what? You were 
trying to die. So I, I mean, I galloped race. I galloped baby racehorses when I was younger and dumb. And yes, it's super dangerous, but add to the fact that these horses really are not trained at all in some instances. And it's, I can't believe it's so many horses that come from the rescue. I'm like, wow, I, I cannot believe somebody got on your back and went 38 miles an hour, you know, kind of thing. So, um, he's one of those, like, he's so scared of everything that I just, I can't believe he, he must've won. Cause he was scared of what was behind him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, just run. He was just running away. <laughs> he was just running away from everything. He did. Some horses know where the finish line is. I bet he, you couldn't even stop him after the finish line. He's like, I'll just keep going. <laughs> so, but I've worked on that and I've addressed a lot of the fears and I've been trail riding him and he's just turned into like, once he, he's afraid of something and then he's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, okay, cool. And then he's not afraid of it anymore. So he's like one I've constantly had to prove like nothing's going to hurt him. And I'm really proud of my work with this horse. And and uh, now hopefully found him an owner. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for him. So hopefully it'll Congratulations work. Congratulations on a good, another good week for the rescue. Oh my gosh. So she's like, how long has he been here? And I was like, God, he's been here a long time, like almost three weeks. <laughs> and she's like, that's not very long. And I was like, it is for these guys. Usually I'm, fl- I'm done with them in five days, but he was a challenge, you know? And so it's, it's, tra- I thought he'd been here longer. I was like, I don't know. He's been here forever. Let me look at the date. Oh, he's been here 17 days. <laughs> well, something else that have helps the rescue horses is our friends over at Kentucky Performance Products. Oh my God. Sponsor. Everybody eats all the KPP stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> well, let's hear from KPP, and then we're coming back with our Beyond the Ribbon Spotlight rider, 12 years old, Kira O'Connor Reichert's going to tell us how she did at the show last weekend. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Spring is here, and so are pastures full of luscious green grass. Spring grass is high in vitamins, minerals, and sugar. Most horses have little problem adjusting to the changing sugar levels found in spring pasture, but for at-risk horses, grazing on sugary grass can lead to big problems such as colic or laminitis. By paying attention to daily temperatures and following a couple of simple rules, you can limit your horse's access to such sugar-laden grasses. In the spring and fall of the year, limit grazing or stop it completely when daytime temperatures are warm and nighttime temperatures are below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Under these conditions, the grass produces sugar during the day and it stores it in its leaves. At night, the plant transfers the stored up sugars to the roots and stems to fuel the growth. If the evening temperatures are cold, the grass will not make that transfer and all of the sugar will remain in the leaves where it is readily available to your horse. In the summer when days are sunny and nights are warm, it is safe to allow grazing in the early morning hours, but it should be restricted late in the afternoon or evening. This is because most of the sugar that was produced the previous day has been used for growth overnight. Therefore, the level of sugar in the leaves is low in the morning. But as the day progresses, the grass once again accumulates sugar in its leaves in preparation for nighttime growth. So later in the day, the more sugar-packed leaves become. 
Because grass is a great source of essential vitamin E, horses that are restricted from grazing, especially easy keepers and horses in hard work, may develop vitamin E deficiencies. Lack of vitamin E can result in sore, stiff muscles and neurological problems. Elevate Maintenance Powder from Kentucky Performance Products is an affordable way to provide your horse with the vitamin E missing from his diet. Each scoop provides 1,000 international units of natural vitamin E, and natural vitamin E is absorbed and retained in the tissues at a much greater rate than the synthetic vitamin E found in many feeds and supplements. Best of all, when you choose a Kentucky Performance Products supplement, you get a 100% satisfaction guarantee. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, hi, Kira. Welcome back to the show. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Kira, you were in Maryland at a show last weekend, and you didn't ride just one horse. You rode two. So let's talk about it. Everybody knows that heard you on the show before that you have the little pony named Flower and that you're an eventer and that uh, you've shown Flower and we've shown the video a thousand times of you and Flower. But did you ride Flower this past weekend? I did. Yay. So what, (laughs) what level did you ride? We rode at the intro to three level. Okay, which for people who don't know eventing, how high's the jump? Two, three. Two, three. Two, three, three, Glenn. She said it. (laughs) Two foot, three inches. There you go. That's what I was looking for. There you go. Uh, (laughs) Two, three, duh. So how did you do? We got third place. Wow. Dressage was okay. (laughs) She got a 34 Oh. A 32.4. Okay. Size, which was pretty good, but definitely not her best dressage round. Mm, it she, was the first event of the season, so... Was she distracted looking at everything? Yeah, she was doing a lot of screaming at Mike. <laughs> the other horse. Oh, boy. <laughs> that always goes well. Dressage judges love that when that happens. they love it (laughs) love it nothing says submission and harmony like whinnying to your friend in the barn (laughs) (laughs) nothing how did cross country go did you talk uh, flowers a little ear off yes I did yeah I did how did it go that's one of flowers best things it went yeah it went great a clear round intro so small though (laughs) Well, Flower's pretty small, too. How big is Flower? Like 12 hands or 11 hands or something? She's only 12, too. Yeah, she's the size of my little pony. So so you, you did a clear round across country. How did jumping go? Show jump, we also went clear. It was got a little interesting at times. Why is that? What happened? <laughs> uh, she just got a little racy, long. Kind of funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> So you so you came in third. Congratulations on that. That's really good. Yeah. So so Thank now you. remind everybody about your other horse. Tell us a little bit about your other horse. Micah. Micah. I have another horse named Micah. He's a Connemara thoroughbred. 
He's a bay, and he's 14 too. Okay, so he's he's a good bit bigger than the pony. Um, and yes. was this your first time showing Micah this year too? Yes, it was my first event on Micah. And how'd it go? It went really well, considering, I mean, it was his first event. Um, I was in a separate group with Micah from Flower. So we got, we placed in third on Micah 2. Wow. Um, the dressage round was pretty good. Like Flower, he was screaming a <laughs> these, bit. These two are attached, <laughs> <So>. aren't they? <laughs> yeah. There was some noise, and he was just fairly distracted, I think. But otherwise, it was a pretty good test. We went ju- we went double clear in show jump and cross country, so that was really good. Wow. So, And um, you were a beginner novice with Micah, right? No, oh. I was also doing the intro 2-3 okay. level, gotcha. but there were just two separate groups. Gotcha, okay. So, so you were really pleased with Micah for first event. That's really good. Yeah, it was really good, really, really good. My guess is too that your favorite things are cross country and show jumping and not dressage. Well, <laughs> yeah, she would not be considered a true eventer if that were not the case, Glenn. That's true. That's dressage true. is a necessity. We have to do dressage so we can get to cross country. It's just they won't let us out there without doing it first. It's weird. So, so, so Kara, will you continue showing Flower through the season, or will you just switch to Micah at this point? What What are you going to do? Well, I'm going to ride Flower at most of the starters during the seed season at the intro level. Beginner novice is just too big for her now. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. Yeah, I bet. But she's definitely having fun at intro. She gets through the dressage, and then she gets to bomb around cross country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what the horse is like anyway. So uh, will you s- switch Micah to beginner novice then coming up? Yes. Actually, I'm going to Lockmoy again on April 9th, and I'm going to take him to the Beginner Novice Starter. Yay! Well, good for you. Are you excited? I am super excited. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> so how many days a week do you ride? Um, probably like six, seven. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you, do, and, and you still get your schoolwork done? Yep. Look, yep, That's another no thing you have to do to be an eventer to get to cross country is you have to do your homework, Glenn. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're very excited for you. I'm glad you got this first show under your belt this year. And we're looking forward to following you in April and May and all through the summer as you take uh, both of these horses back out. And we're excited to see how Micah does in Beginner Novice. Now, the jumps are a little bigger. Is the dressage test different for that? I'm pretty sure it's typically beginner novice test day, but I think they might have updated the tests and changed them. Mm. So I might have to learn a new test. How do you learn them? Do you just sit there and memorize them or do you, do you walk it in the driveway? How do you learn them? Um, usually I'll read through it. I'll write it a couple of times and I'll write 
I'll draw out the test in a notebook mm-hmm. because that's the best way for me to re- memorize things. Well, that's good. That's a good way. There's there's clipboards here that you can get on Amazon <clears throat> that have dry erase. And, and it's like the clipboard has a dressage arena on it. And so you can do the dry erase, like, okay, A, enter, working trot, X, halt, salute, proceed, C, working trot, right, 20 meters circle, and so you can like, draw the whole thing. But the thing uh, an upper-level inventor told me was that he would go in his driveway on a bicycle and do the test on a bicycle, like in his brain. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good way to think about it, too. I don't know how you can get a bicycle to half pass, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that, too. <laughs> and what's the difference between walk and trot? <laughs> yeah, you just have to do it in your mind. You're doing it in your mind. I do, I'll never forget the first time I saw my wife after I met her out in the driveway doing the test in her head and doing the walks and trots. I thought she was nuts. I had no idea what she was doing. I just thought she was crazy. <laughs> that's awesome you're like i've now i'm now dating a crazy person yes <laughs> well kira we're excited to follow you i'll put another picture in our show notes of you jumping this past weekend and we'll talk to you again next month okay okay thanks kira bye Glenn. bye 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 thank bye, you kira. bye, bye. She's so cute. <laughs> She's going to be a big-time eventer. I think we've caught her at the beginning stages. She's going to be an Olympian someday. I think so. I could see it. She she's, has the. She has the. You know, she has the work ethic for it for sure. The drive, the work yeah. ethic, the opportunities, all of the things so that she needs to to be successful and 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 like like you said, she she wants it. And and you could hear it in her voice. She does not want to give up on flower. Poor flowers. Like, she can only go so far with flower, but it's like I want to ride flower. <laughs> Just keep going, girl. <laughs> Do you have an older horse that's trying to age gracefully? Trust the future with your old friend to the number one equine vet-recommended senior feed, Purina Equine Senior from Purina Animal Nutrition. They're years ahead in senior research, so you can have more good years with your horse. Try Purina Equine Senior today. Put the research to the test at horseinnovation.com. That's horseinnovation.com. And now Jamie has a new segment. I don't even have a bumper. I have to get a bumper for this new segment. So what are we doing here? You have a new story. You you want to do the segment first or the story first? Let's do the segment. Okay. All right. So what are we calling this? I'll give you a bumper. Ready? This is called Next Door to Jamie in Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. So what this is, is there's an app called, have you joined the Next Door app for your neighborhood? I have not, but we moved into a new neighborhood. I should. Yeah, so you know what it is, though. Yes, it's uh, like it's kind of like a Facebook page for neighbors to uh, gossip about each other. Gossip and, you know, share a lost dog or report crime or something like that. And in this particular one, it comes from, uh, I, I don't think I should do names. Um, but no, I would we'll prefer you her, didn't, actually. <laughs> we'll call her, her Mary Lou. And Mary Lou. They're all Mary Lou. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I'm and Jim Bob. Re- Mary Lou and Jim Bob. We got two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mary Lou says, uh, this is the, this. So these are things that I've seen over the past couple of weeks on the next door app. And I've just felt like they needed to be shared. And this is a crime spree, Glenn, a crime spree. And this needs to be, it just needed to be reported. Just a heads up Friday night. My husband and I were on a date. We went out to dinner And we saw a movie 
And we got home at about 11. And the weirdest thing was happening on my front steps. Okay. There was an open, half-eaten jar of peanut butter <laughs> with a plastic knife sticking out of it in the center of our welcome mat. The very center of our welcome mat. This is, again, so much information. <laughs> a plaque that usually sits on the porch windows, the porch window sill, was sitting on the porch floor next to the open half-eaten jar of peanut butter with a plastic knife sticking out of it. We called the police. (laughs) (laughs) What are they going to say? Do you think the police had fun with that one when they got back to the state? Oh, my God. (laughs) What kind of warning? This is really close to me. (sighs) What kind of warning is that, though? I mean, what's that Hey, y'all. Oh, you know what? I'm missing out doing this in an Oklahoma accent. I'm sorry, Mary Lou. I didn't quite say it the way it needed to be I said. Mean, is, there, is somebody trying to tell them something, like to warn them? Uh, I, I don't know. You know what? There's a peanut butter thief on the loose, y'all. They'll take your peanut butter and they're going to eat it right on your front porch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess. I was going to guess that uh, it was a raccoon until you said the knife. The knife fart threw me on the raccoon. So No, Glenn, obviously somebody <laughs> sat down there and had some peanut butter with a plastic knife because they couldn't find no spoon. Can't get no celery up in here. <laughs> uh, the next one comes from um, Jim Bob. And uh, Jim Bob uh, posts quite often. And he fancies himself to be somewhat of a comedian. (laughs) I've seen several posts from Jim Bob. And Jim Bob is, well, let's just say Jim Bob has a lot of time on his hands because he posts things like this. Here we go. Looking for a married woman recently cheated on, mad and scorned, who is willing to sell her husband's tool for cheap. Sell her husband's tools for cheap. Okay, that made that made more sense. I'm glad <laughs> that was a little again, again, Kira. You're not supposed to be listening. I they say things that I don't mean. <laughs> Looking for a married woman recently cheated on Matt and scorned, who's willing to sell her husband's tools for cheap. <laughs> That's very specific. I wonder how many women called him. Uh well, Jim Bob, the comedian, has another post. Okay, <laughs> and it says why men go to bars to try to meet women go to target the female to male ratio is like (laughs) 10 to 1 and they're already looking for crap they don't need (laughs) (laughs) he's not wrong (laughs) I always said women if you are looking for a man go to Home Depot on a Friday night okay it will all work out (laughs) Okay, that was pretty funny. I give Jim Bob credit for that one. Jim Bob is Jim Bob is a comedian. Not gonna lie, he's pretty funny. Uh, this one is just a recommendation. There's no name on it, so I'm assuming it's Mary. When I say Mary Sue, we'll go Mary Sue. This is uh this is just somebody needing some help. Okay, I need a washing machine moved over six inches. It walked its way into a corner in my laundry closet. <laughs> laundry closet it walked his way six inch uh, walked his way into a blind corner in my laundry closet i need two guys with a wheeler to move it back into place <laughs> cheapest quote i can find for two guys in 30 minutes 
is $225. Does anyone know of a reasonable moving service for such a small job? <laughs> I'll do it for a hundred bucks. Take me two minutes and right? I don't need a wheeler. <laughs> Come on over. How about you just knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, can you help me for a second? Yeah, yeah just My it. laundry machine moved over six inches into my blind corner in my laundry closet. Does she realize you can just push it over? Apparently not. I guess she's looking for help mm. with a wheeler. Mm. Mm. All right. I have one one more. Okay. <laughs> and this one I can give her first name because it's so common in Oklahoma. Her name is Misty. No offense to any Misties we have that aren't in Oklahoma that listen. It's just and a very common. We know we have because we have some auditors named Misty. So. Yep, we yep. do. And so Misty is, this is, this is really close to me. Okay. Really close. And it mentions some roads that I kind of live around. And uh, Misty's angry. Misty took to next door to vent. Vent, Glenn. She had to vent. Okay, y'all. I'm going to say it. If you, there's a lot of all caps, so I got to really make sure I hit them. Okay, y'all. I'm going to say it. If you cannot drive in the rain. And it's sprinkling, and that's all it was doing. And you must go 25 miles per hour from 72nd down Highway 9 and repeatedly slam on your brakes to a complete stop like you did in the middle of that curve? Then do every single person a huge favor and stay at home. Uh, next door to me in Oklahoma. <laughs> what was the speed limit? Twenty five, probably. No, you. the no. speed limit on Highway Nine Glen is fifty five. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so obviously somebody was scared to drive in the sprinkling. That's all it was doing, and they were going twenty five miles per hour. And you know what? It is a three lane road. So Misty, you could just have passed. Why didn't you just pass? <laughs> I got to tell you, I live in Ocala, Florida, home where the average age is about 85. And we get that without rain. So <laughs> just, just normal. I mean, Misty was upset. Okay. <laughs> Misty felt the need to go on to the local app. And by the way, it tells everybody where you live and what your name is. <laughs> oh, really? So there's no anonymous on the next door? Oh, no, oh, no. no. It, it doesn't give the exact address, but it will tell them the neighborhood you live in. And oh, uh, so you can't really be anonymous. <laughs> just wait, because there is a uh, common problem here on uh, next door. And uh, I'm going to find it. I couldn't find it this morning. But it, there's a stop sign that I pass on the way to drive in Lucas to school. And uh, nobody ever stops there, including you. Nobody yeah. stops at this. It's a four way stop, but nobody stops. I, I have to stop because I have a stick shift and you can't just roll stop signs when you have to start in first gear. Right. <laughs> no, it's, it's but apparently nobody stops this stop sign. And so there's a guy <laughs> sits in a lawn chair. And he puts license plates out. Tell me. In his yard and he videos <laughs> people driving by. And then he reports those people to the local police department. <laughs> And let me tell you, the people on next door get so angry. <laughs> I saw that guy out there and he was up videoing my car. You can't.
can't do that. That is against the law to take a video of me dropping blah blah. It's like, it's oh my cool. god, he's like he's been shot. I gotta find that and find, read the response. There was like sixty-five <laughs> angry responses to like. Yeah, yeah. nobody then, was nobody acknowledged oh that they actually ran the stop sign. They were just mad they've been videoed. There was like one person that was like, "Why don't you just stop at the stop sign?" Like, listen, Karen, that is way too descriptive. Okay, like, wait, you're a narc. Okay, obviously. So it was hilarious. So yes, and by the way, he sits in his lawn chair, like one of those with the material, you know, like mm-hmm, weave mm-hmm. woven material, mm-hmm. like a lawn chair, and he sits there with a camera in one hand. And an American flag in the oh, other. Oh, I was, I was hoping you would have said a Budweiser. I was waiting for Budweiser. <laughs> no, he only does in the morning, Glenn. You don't start drinking right here till 10. <laughs> so, so the worst drivers I ever saw, and we lived in a lot of places, was in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, Lord. They did not know how to merge. And, and anybody who lived there knows this. Getting on Route 4, you live there. They just don't know how to merge. They don't look. They just don't look. They just it's get on. New Circle Road or Circle Four. Yeah, Glenn. New Circle Road. That's exactly right. And the <laughs> other thing is, I never saw so many people run red lights. Just blow them. Then in Lexington, Kentucky, if you were in Lexington at night and you were on New Circle and you were you were sitting there and your light turned green, you better look both directions or you're getting you're getting sideswiped. You're gonna get T-boned okay. because listen, it's nighttime and everybody's foaling and they got to get to the barn because their <laughs> barn manager is called and said the mayor's going. We you lived know. in Boston. And it wasn't as bad as Lexington, Kentucky. So there you go. Well, that was fun. I like that segment. (laughs) (laughs) I'll continue to swallow my pride. (laughs) Take the pain. I will actually download it because our neighborhood probably has some good ones, too. This neighborhood has 20,000 people in it, so there's got to be good ones. Listen, y'all. Okay, don't make this just next door to me. I want this to be next door to all of us. Okay, oh, so for, yeah, go for, get the next door app and start sending me the really awesome next door. There things. you go. We'll make it a segment across the country because <laughs> next door to you. <laughs> there you go. Send them to Jamie at horseradionetwork.com. J A M I E. Hey, now Kira, turn off the turn off the show. I'm sorry you yeah. can't listen to the next part because apparently we're talking about nudity. So anybody that's easily offended, turn off the show now and come back in five minutes and we'll do really bad. It's not offended. This is a movement, Glenn. Okay. For the good of the world. All right. Good. What are we doing? Okay. Naked. (laughs) Naked. All right. So a uh, fun online photography competition to promote brain injury awareness is set to be launched for the month of April. Apparently, there will be two winners that get to take home bragging rights and a beautiful piece of equestrian-themed sterling silver jewelry. The Naked Challenge started in 2015 as an event for brain injury awareness. You've probably seen this, you guys. Um, it's I think the we talked about this before, hashtag, I would rather go naked than not wear a helmet. And so... Guess what? So they were like, hey, it's better to I'd rather have a helmet on than, you know, I'd rather go naked than not wear a helmet. Well, then that started people taking photographs of themselves naked, riding a horse with a helmet on. (laughs) So it's it's a much bigger thing now. So 
They're saying a lot of people are much more aware of the effects of brain injuries. And so now they instinctively reach for their helmet when tacking up their horse, which is the exact discussion I had here a couple of weeks ago, which is I put my helmet on before I put my bridle on. Because once you have your helmet on, once you have the bridle on, you got to go. Otherwise, you're standing around trying to hold the reins and not let them drag around and get stepped on. Why are you trying to find your gloves and your helmet? No, everything goes on and then the bridle. So. While you're tagging up, you reach for your helmet. However, in 2020, the helmet challenge was created to run side-by-side with the naked challenge to give people of all ages the opportunity to do their bit to help promote the wearing of safety helmets for horse sports. And um, the naked challenge does require a special photo shoot to capture the person wearing a helmet. Yes, and you better like the person that's your photographer. Yes, there's yeah. also a helmet <laughs> challenge allowing people to f- use a photograph that they already have of them wearing a safety helmet. So there are two challenges going on at the same time. And uh, the caption to go with the photo and the helmet challenge, all you have to do is say something like, got my helmet on. And the hashtag got my helmet on can be used also in the naked challenge. If you don't want to declare in a hashtag, hashtag, I would rather go naked than not wear a helmet. <laughs> so if you post a picture of you wearing your helmet, put the hashtag, hashtag, I would rather go naked than not wear a helmet or hashtag got my helmet on. And then you will be apparently in the running for prizes. I would say looking at some of the photographs that have been submitted in the past years, you got a better shot if I got my helmet on then I would rather go naked than not wear a helmet because there are some really impressive photos well, and, of people And some naked. very clever ways to cover yes. the parts. Very yes. clever. <laughs> I like the one where it's a lady and she's galloping naked on her horse straight at the camera. And the horse's head is directly in between <clears throat> the girls. But... She's shooting a bow and arrow, so her one arm is crossing. <laughs> I am doing research, by the way, oh, and looking you, at the Facebook Glenn. page. I am, I am with you on this. That is, uh, the, you're doing it for the show. I am, yes. Tell Jennifer Proud that when she asks about this, <laughs> why I'm on this page. Um, wow, I'm, there are some jumping photos, though. <laughs> well, okay, hold on, stop. There's a girl jumping completely naked. She's got a helmet and boots on. And I mean, she's in two point and it's a side view. So she's naked. But the jump is the more interesting part. Do you see this one? I see this one. Yes. It is a, she's up against like a a rail fence and she's got a jump pole that is propped up on a wheelbarrow. (laughs) (laughs) That looks what I jumped with. That's what I would make jumps out of when I was like seven. You know, uh, she's uh, she's bringing it strong. So apparently there are only eight posts right now of I would rather go naked than not wear a helmet. So you actually have a pretty good shot. It's starting. I, I will all, say all of April saddles and horses heads are the two things that are used the most to cover the parts. Um, there's a really clever one of a whole bunch of women lined up in the horse trailer looking out the side windows. That one's kind of clever. Oh, do they all have their helmets on? Yeah. I don't understand the the chick laying in the bathtub with her helmet on. I mean, that doesn't seem like a really (laughs) good idea. Saddles are used in many places to cover things. Saddles are used more than just riding. This is impressive. (laughs) Lots of really clever So we're going to look for your naked uh, picture here shortly? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Just sit in front of the computer and just keep okay, clicking keep, refresh. I'll keep hitting refresh. Right. Any minute now. <laughs> Any minute now. It's going to come up. But anyway, so those are two challenges. I can't really figure out like the prizes, but I guess they're just going to go through all the hashtags and um, somebody gets. Let's, uh, yeah, they're, let's all they're saying is the <laughs> equestrian themed pieces of jewelry. <laughs> And let's award our own prize here on the show, and we'll have the winner on. I don't know if I want to learn that much about our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads either from Craigslist or Facebook, and we just have a little bit of fun with them, kind of like Jamie did earlier with Nextdoor. Uh, and we have two prizes for this month. We know exactly what our prizes are, We and these are provided by Horselovers.com, home to over 120,000 different horsey things that you can buy for you and your horse and your farm. Head on over to Horseloverswithaz.com today and check out all the options. Well, both... Of these prizes are provided by them. The first one is Oak Ladies Ridge Waterproof Boots with a pair of compression socks. That's right. Designed for all day. 100% waterproof comfort and lightweight molded footbeds. These are antimicrobial and they have a moisture management system insert to keep your feet fresh all day. While the durable outer soles provide traction in muddy or wet weather conditions, which all are dealing with right now. They're worth $99. The next prize is a three-book set, a Shelby Young three-book gift package, $60 value, and it includes the work of the amazing artist Shelby Young. The Winnie Nickernay book series is includes one book highlighting Shelby's work, painting the American Mustang, and her other two are terrific kids' books, so check them out, horselovers.com. All right. Who are we starting with today? Oh, If you submit your own, if you read and do your own audio file, you actually get double the entries. But we couldn't get to them all this week because apparently Jennifer had a lot. So Starbright, Amy, Casey, Courtney, Michelle, uh, Nicole, and Lauren all submitted, and you're all entered for the prizes. We just couldn't get to all of them. But we're actually going to start with one that Laurie read. Hi, Jamie and Glenn. It's Lori, and this popped up in my Facebook feed. It's from the Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio family-friendly horses. And I don't know if I'm going to have enough air in my lungs to get through this sentence, but I will give it my best (laughs) shot. So here goes. Honey Rosemary is a six-year-old mule groundwork. When we got her at age two, was said she knew how to drive, saddle, etc. Broke. She was not found out. She was drugged. I've been the only one that she lets close to her. Everyone else she hates. I am looking for someone who wants to lease her out and work with her free lease. Next is summer. She's going to be 23 pasture pet only due to arthritis. And she had an accident with her back. If interested in leasing out abs, working with Honey Summer must go. They are best friends. And what? that's that. There's kind of a... 
bad pictures of a mule and equally bad pictures of this chestnut horse. I guess if you want to work with a mule that hates everybody, you've got to take the aging chestnut horse too. And I hope they do get to stay together if they're best friends. It's really kind of sad. Have a good day. Thanks. So Laurie reading that gets double the entries, but keep in mind that if you read it with an accent, you get triple the entries (laughs) because that makes me laugh. And so basically you get to train this, was it the donkey or a horse? One of them, you You just get to to take it and train it and for a year and then you get to give it back. And it's going to hate you because it only likes one person. So there you go. That makes That's motivation right there. Aaron sent this one in and this is from, she said a horse forum ad. I'll just read it. Oh, God. Okay. Breed and delusion type. Warm blood, gender, gelding, age, four years, height, 14.3, color, palomi, no. Description. Molly is, oh, God, this is a scam. (laughs) Molly is very well behaved in his dealings. You can ride alone with it in all three basic cooking species. Off-road without batting an eyelash. Also on the pitch or in the hall, he shows potential for the quadrangle with his enormous corridors and very strong hind hand. He always shows himself to be well-behaved and can be ridden by children at all basic walks. He is currently (laughs) well-based. Not only in its appearance, but also in its character, make it truly unique. Also suitable for weaker riders and as little go and completely intrepid. Uh, (laughs) Umbrellas, tractors, noise. Do not touch him at all. (laughs) What did you just? Is this a translation problem? It's either it's either somebody who's selling this Andalusian and, and it's over in, you know, another country and so English is not their first language, or it's one of those guys that's sitting up in the middle of the night in Pakistan. Yeah. That is <laughs> trying to or, scam people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nigerian prince selling Andalusian. <laughs> You know, the, the the second sentence really does give that indication. You can ride alone with it in all three basic cooking species. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, kind of says I mean, on the pitch or in the hall, he shows potential for the quadrangle. Glenn does! <laughs> Perfect! I'll take it! Quadrangle is not a word we use very often here in the United Where States. Where do I either. send my money? <laughs> that would be Africa someplace, probably. Or <laughs> India. One of those two. Colt sent this one in. Good morning to the beautiful people of the horse world. This is Colt Farrington coming to you with a really, really bad ad. Does he sound like the ideal cowboy or what? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just (laughs) have a minor crush on Colt and I can't help it. Let me get Colt restarted here. (laughs) And by the way, does he count for the accent because he kind of already has one? He already has one. I think if you're voting, he gets tripled. Let's see. Let's see what the ad is. Let's see what the ad is. All right. Come on, Colt. This particular ad comes to us from the Day Thuggin Facebook page. The what? The what? And since you all just asked, what is Day Thuggin? Thank you. Let me give you a little cowboy (laughs) lesson for the day. So in the working cowboy world, you've got your ranch cowboys who are long-term employees on a ranch somewhere. you got some contract guys that follow the season. They might go up north to Montana for the summer, come back down south for the winter, you know. And then you've got your... Day work cowboys. 
Now, these are the independent truckers of the cowboy world. <laughs> they've usually got their own string of horses. They've got their own trucks and some pretty specialized trailers like half tops, for example, that they can drag up into. Usually got their own pack of catch dogs. And because sometimes cowboys can be a bit of an angry lot, you know, we often only speak in five, six-syllable sentences. We noticed so that. We've ask, interviewed a lot of you. Hey, Fred, what you been up to? <laughs> ah, just gathering wheat pasture. Dragging muleys out of the mud. You know, day-thugging. And that's where day-thugging comes from. Okay. So this particular ad is for a border collie. Now, pictured is a beautiful, classic black-and-white border collie. He's crouched down, eyes locked, not blinking, one foot raised, tails up higher than his head, and you just know he's locked on and he's about to send one of these sheep or cattle around. And the ad says, quote, because who doesn't like a fine working dog? His full brother is available. The dog in the picture is not available. What <laughs> the crap is that? So wait a minute, you're telling me that the dog that actually works is not available. But hey, we'll say his brother, who either won't get off the tailgate or sends him through the fence every time we let him out of the dog box. <laughs> now, don't think I'm interested. Y'all have a great weekend. Okay, Colt gets triple the entries just for explaining all that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and say that I just put my request in for the Day Thuggin' Facebook page? Yes, I did. <laughs> Is it really a thing? <laughs> Day Thuggin', D-A-Y-T-H-U-G-G-I-N, and this is a private group with 38,600 members. you're going to be the only girl that joins. And it is, um, <laughs> you had to answer some questions. You can't bully, you can't use foul language because children and grandchildren be up in here. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you, and had you can't to, talk about it on the radio. <laughs> it's for working cowboys. It's a page for working cowboys. And uh, the moderators include Billy Bob. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Vernon. Now I'm wondering, no, cowboys, he was absolutely right. How many cowboys have we interviewed that have been very polite? Yes, ma'am. No, sir. And that's it. That's all we get. It's farm boy, man. <laughs> farm boy. Farm boy, how's school going? It's, it's all right. All right. So, do you want to go for a trial ride? You want to. <laughs> do you think oh they type God. that way in the Facebook page? Do you think it's only like five words at a time? Guess what? <laughs> I'm going to find out as long as my I'm approved as a member. I did request the membership and I answered the membership questions. So, I'm super excited. I will excited. say that the politest people we've ever had as guests, and we've had thousands of them, have been cowboys. They're the politest, but boy, we need them to go use sentences and paragraphs sometimes. Uh, I'm telling you what. Um, have you watched the Tim McGraw 18? No, I haven't watched it yet. Thing yet? Oh my god, it's it's the same thing. Like, there's a lot of cowboys that are in it, and they kind of same thing. It's, it's awesome. Five words at a time. <laughs> well, they had to memorize less dialect that way. <laughs> exactly. And Tim McGraw is an amazing actor. Oh my god, that show. <laughs> I finally finished it. All right, oh. Caitlin sent in the next one. <clears throat> no punctuation in this one either. Uh, let me see. Is that next? Yeah. Okay. So Caitlin sent this one in. I don't know what page it's from. Anyone? Can I just please request that Colt send in that every week and become <laughs> like 
a secondary Lorene. Yeah. <laughs> Colton Lorene, really bad ads. <laughs> Love it. And Scott, we got to throw in Scott. Between, if we could have a day of like two or three Colts, two or three Lorenes, and then two or three Scots, my life would be complete. Carry on. <laughs> All right. So this one's sent in by Caitlin. Anyone selling a gelding horse looking for backyard safe sane horse for trails and hacking around the farm aged a little maintenance okay for a teen boy? What? <laughs> That's it. I don't know if they're selling the teen boy or they're looking for a horse for the teen boy. Are they trying to get maintenance for the teen boy? I, <laughs> I feel know. like this is, could be fairly viewed as inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> the way it's written, yes, it could be. Oh, Lord. Allison sent in the next one. Oh, my God. Where does Allison? Okay, she's in She's in Canada. This, this ad is in Canada. Oh, my God. I've never seen anything like this in my either. life. Older... Single horse trailer, $750. Needs TLC. Make me an offer. Needs to go. All right. So let's let's describe this. <laughs> so it's a single, super, one of those like super narrow one horse trailers. Yeah, this is a very narrow horse. You're not fitting like, a Clydesdale on this. <laughs> this is, this is a narrow. narrow horse where like Scooter would fit. Wouldn't but fit miles, in Yeah. <laughs> Stanley would fit. His chest is about six inches wide, but Miles would never fit because he's got a proper horse chest. Um, so uh, it's a, but it's blue, sort of. Yeah. It's like a paint. It's like a taupe. It's like an Overo paint. Okay. It's blue and white, and I, I can't even describe the second one. There's things leaning against it. There's pieces missing on the side. There's tires. There's like extra tires. There's some sort of like. Lawnmower, hand-pushed lawnmower leaning up again. It had a window in the front at one time that looks like they've covered over with plastic of some sort now. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's completely filled with junk. I wonder if that comes with it for $750. You wouldn't want to haul a horse. No, you couldn't haul anything. You couldn't fit a couch in this thing. (laughs) I know what you could do. You could go to the chicken auction and buy some chicken and put them in cages and stack them in there. And a couple goats might fit, too. Maybe a oh, sheep. you could get a goat in there. Get a goat. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to get it in. You got to pick it up and throw it in. Oh my gosh, that is impressive! It is, it is wow, impressive, yeah. good go. find, Allison. Good find. I'm just glad that other countries have bad ads too. I really. We am. will try to, Glenn. You have to post that on our Horses in the Morning Auditors Facebook page. The reason we don't post it on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page, sorry, you have to become an auditor to see these because Glenn and I get tired of all the people asking if we were going to sell it. <laughs> we get private hey. messages all the time. There are trailers that have been up there for ten years that we're still getting messages on. Is it for sale? <laughs> It's crazy. I cannot believe everywhere it'll pop in my inbox and I'm like, oh my God, that was, we posted that one like six years ago. Still available? It's like, it's the equivalent of getting that text that says, you up? You up? You up? <laughs> uh, Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay sent the next one in. Pain horse gelding. This is a, it's a Craigslist ad. Pain horse gelding, $1,000. He is 19 years old. He still act. Like he is young, he does. Barrels and poles. He does need a experienced rider. He is a easy keeper. He has never been lame. He gets along well with other horses. He picks up his feet for the farrier. Fifteen hundred. <laughs> Our best <laughs> offer. The price went up from the title to the. <laughs> 
Can I just can I just show you one of my biggest pet peeves, which is yeah. the putting an A in front of a vowel leading on like A experience should be an experienced writer and easy keeper, not A easy keeper. The one thing you remember from high school that really that bugs is the you. one thing. <laughs> and I'm a period space space kind of girl too, by the way. Oh, I am too. And I don't like the comma in front of the and when you do commas after a whole bunch of things in a sentence. I know the proper English people say you should put a comma and then the and, but that drives me insane for some reason reason i didn't learn it that way um can we just say that when it says he's 19 and he still acts like he is young means he's nuts that's what that <laughs> means you will get fucked off it's called reading between the lines <laughs> exactly well let's see what laura sent to us this is laura this is laura berry from fallon nevada i have a bad ad for you guys today out of texas Come on, accent. It says Mare and Jack Donkey, $1,800, Peaster. I don't know if that's how you say that. I'm not from Texas. Located in Peaster, Texas, 18-year-old Mare was got for my son as a roping horse, but he hasn't done anything with her, so she needs off the feed bill, and I'm not found of Mare's. She has two vices, which are her back feet. Otherwise, she's a good <laughs> horse. She doesn't like her back feet messed with. No kick, but she will jerk, spelled G-E-R-C-K, her foot away and stomp it. If you spend a few minutes desensitizing her feet, then she's easier to mess with them. She also does a foot stop thing when you mount her and ask her to move out. No buck, though, just a little protest. Also, have a white jack donkey to go with her for a two-for-one. The donkey will follow you around and is sweet. But he stays just put out of no, just put of reach, so you can't touch him. He likes to have treats tossed to him. Three years old, open to open to trades. Oh God! What is I don't with even the know package what. deals today. <laughs> you, you, it's always you're the taking theme. this one. You have to take the other one. I don't care what you say. You got to take them both. Oh Lord! Uh, the back feet. Yeah, don't like that at all. Mm. I mean, it won't kick you or anything. It's just got two <laughs> problems. One is a hind right, and one's a hind left. <laughs> And the donkey, you can't even get near that thing. <laughs> you can throw it. treats at it, though. It's real cute. <laughs> Geraldine sent in the next one. <clears throat> this is an Albuquerque. I have a mare. Oh, this is all one sentence, too. I got the one sentence ones today. You're welcome. Yeah. I have a mare for sale that is riddable, needs a bit of work. She likes to run home once she knows where home is. But other than that, she rides great. Oh. <laughs> Other than the fact that she runs back to the barn. <laughs> she rides great. Also have a saddle and bridle if needed, asking 700 for horse and tack and 600 for horse alone. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> God bless you after, you after your horse takes off and bolts home with you. <laughs> she rides great. You know great. what? I'm going to... I'll buy the horse, but I am not taking that tack. <laughs> I think I'll start fresh. I think I'll take the tack and not the horse. What's that? A hundred bucks? I got it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm going to do good. Yeah. Uh, Marie sent the next one in, and there people are really bringing the... Uh, oh, this is a oh, Facebook one. The fencing. <laughs> That's sad. No soul. No soul. I no know. soul. I know. I'm trying. <sighs> This is tough. I wish you wouldn't have included the photo. All right. Michigan Horses Tax Supplies Facebook page. Pretty black. 14 years old. Green broke. Need to rehome or trade for something that don't eat. <laughs> Anything. A couch. I don't care. <laughs> so are they? So they're not selling. Getting rid of the punch. So the 
photo is horses up to their knees in mud. And there seems to be some sort of like the white centaur fencing behind it, like that mesh kind of fencing, the tapes. And it is completely fallen down, but you can't get the horse can't get out because there's a big trailer something back of a truck sitting right on the other side with all the garbage and there's mud and snow and everything. And I want all the horses, bring them to me. <laughs> Little ponies going, why am I here? <laughs> I just, I don't have anything to trade that won't eat though. That's yeah, true. That's true. Oh, my prayers eat. were answered. Look who has the last one of the yes. day. Glenn Scott is here. Never fails. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia and this awesome bad ad comes from facebook and it's not horse related but you'll see why it's a pull along cart looks like you could strap several kids in got a covered awning and everything and it reads selling my ucgc up armored crotch goblin carrier this some bee will carry four of your fiercest glue eating booger flickers and all their sh- and it will do it in style has five-point harnesses to contain your gnarly gnomes, cargo pockets at all sides, the big one under the push bar fits two cases of whatever dad likes, and the front has a child-sized ingress-egress flap so that with the flick of a zipper, this Trojan horse can pour all four of your hopped-up battle-hungry minions into whatever environment you've chosen to torment that day, be it zoo, aquarium, or local walking path. Side note for the homies, this is not suitable for beaches. The dads will have to carry the USS BS, up and over the dune stairs, and the moms will be cracking their second white claw with their toes in the water. When you arrive, sweaty and whipped, because the wheels on this thing may as well be sand plows. And then they'll ask why you're in a bad mood. Hard slash paved surfaces only. Seriously. <laughs> he almost goes too fast for me to keep up my brain. I had to. Fi- I could picture the scene though, with the dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could just picture it. It's always the dad that gets to carry all the crap to the beach, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for Really Bad Ads today. Thank you, everybody, for sending them in. You're all entered in for the prizes. If you want to send your own ads in, you don't have to be an auditor to do that. Anybody can do that. So send them to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Don't post them on Facebook because we'll miss them. You have to send them to the email. I know, archaic, right? Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. The one of the things she requested is that some people have been sending in the ads with just a link to the Craigslist ad, but by the time we get to it, the ad's gone, so we can't see it. So do a screenshot of the ad and send Jennifer the screenshot. That's the best way to ensure that your ad gets read. Otherwise, the ad could be gone. Even on Facebook, that happens too. So definitely just send a screenshot. It's the best way to do it. And that's it for this week. We want to thank... And screenshot your next door excitement yes. and send it to jamieahorseradionetwork.com with next door in the subject line or... Weird news in the subject line if you come across a news story that's weird. There you go. And if you're a sponsor that wants to spend thousands of dollars with us every month, then send that to Glenn at HorseRadioNetwork.com. <laughs> or hundreds. We'll take hundreds. Hundreds, yeah, whatever you got. We'll Tens, take it. <laughs> singles, I also make wanna, it rain. It's I also want to thank Jemmy and her whole crew, George and the gang over at Flintstone Media, for producing our shows. And they do most of them here on the Horse Radio Network. For Jennifer, for helping us out with really bad ads and some guests. And Jamie, for showing up here. Uh, also. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yay, me. appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thanks. Have a terrific weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Auditors, hold on.
So another thing in the auditor room that's been getting a lot of attention on Wednesday on, after the show I mentioned about the statuary that are in our backyard that came with the house. Dude, that's so – I'm sorry. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> Did you see the two cherubs trying to strangle the bird? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I've zoomed in on it, and I are they pulling, like ripping it apart? I don't like, know. I, don't I know. it's bizarre. The whole <sighs> thing's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. So, what a controversy! What a name controversy! Do you want to start today in the auditor room? <laughs> um, I think the next short thing's going to take off. I do and too. Because I, I, I will download it. Can't it for just ours. be. Oklahoma. Oh my God. I'll download it for ours. Our neighborhood is 20,000 people, so it's got to be good. Okay. I have a question for people about their relationship with their veterinarian. I, I, my vet is my friend. However, I also know that she only comes over when I'm paying her. Yeah. yeah it's it's so, funny about professionals that way. <laughs> yeah. It's not like she just pops by and like, hey, or we don't want to go out to dinner. We don't do things, but she and I are, are friendly. Like, well, Dr. We have, Tucker comes over and does our teeth, uh, the horse's teeth twice a year, and we, we blab for two hours, but then he gets his $400. So, yeah, that. exactly. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. So, so she's here. We talk, we chit chat. There's another vet that comes out and does pre purchases, and he is an Oklahoma Dr. Pole type. Come out. Do the pre-purchase, get back in the truck and leave. Don't want to hear and any of your crap. <laughs> he's never talked to me. He's never asked me a single question. Or why does he do a pre-purchase every, you know, two weeks at my house? Like, I, he, he doesn't ask. I don't tell him. That's just the way our relationship is. He shows up, he does his job, he leaves. But this, my female vet, who is my friend, comes up and we chit-chat and we talk. So we have another, I have another friend who also is a, a mutual client of hers and mine. And this mutual client, a uh, friend of mine will dump all of her problems onto my vet and talk to her about everything and personal stuff too. And so my vet who I'm friends with yet, yeah, that's still a, I pay comes over and she's like, wow, I just can't believe that this person tells me all of these personal things about herself. So what my question is, is when your vet comes over, are you friendly and chatty or, and, and you, you, it's like a, like a therapy thing. Do you like get to unleash, unload, get chat with, or is it a strictly the horse here, ABC bye? You know, you know what I mean? Like, is your vet also somewhat your therapist? I think we've heard about this more from farriers who say, because they come over all the time, right? But they're stuck. Yeah, and <laughs> for hours. So they, we have had farriers tell us that they become the therapist, that they, these oh, women yes. just unload, especially guys for some reason, uh, they just unload on them. Just, we yeah. need to get Alicia from Humble Hoof on to talk about that because she probably could talk about that for hours. Yes. But see, those people are stuck. You know, like they're holding a hoof. They're not going anywhere. They're filing and but the person's just like, bah, 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 bah. Do you think the owners feel like this is just that they don't have anybody else to talk to and, and they're, they, they, tr for some reason, they trust the farrier not to blab it. Yet yeah, a farrier is the last person. Oh, tell. God, don't trust him. <laughs> you know what? My farrier, also my friend, also somebody I pay. <laughs> like, I call these people part of my team. Okay. She's part of my team. But my farrier is very much like a hairstylist or a dentist. Well, a hairstylist get it too, right? <laughs> yes. But this, 
this particular farrier, oh my God, she's been on the show before. She's amazing. I love her. She does a fantastic job, but she'll come there and she'll be underneath the hoof and she'll go, so how's your week been? What's going on with this? What's going And she will ask you questions like your hairstylist does. And so she makes you talk. And I, I always think like I, my, my grandpa used to say, you know, when you get to the, get your haircut and you sit down in the chair and they say, how'd you like your haircut? He would go in silence. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the same grandpa who would far, like pass gas really loud and he'd look at you and he'd go, damn bullfrogs. <laughs> God, his name is Earl. He's in priceless. Silence. I love that. In Earl. silence. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's like, do you treat your, let's make it, do you treat your vet and farrier like, like, do you have a conversation with them? Is it like a therapy type thing or is it strictly business? There is nothing. I want to know. There's nothing more awkward though. I don't care who it is, your fairy or your vet or your hairstylist. I don't care. There's nothing more awkward than just conversation that is awkward. Like you're trying to make conversation, but nothing's happening. Oh and gosh. It's just so awkward. It's I have a, I have a theory. I have a theory about that because if you think about what my husband does, have you ever been on a road trip with somebody and you're like in the car for eight hours and you're like, whew, car ride's done. Thank God. Yeah. We've ever done that. Okay. Yeah. My husband has to take four day long road trips with complete strangers. Oh, that's true. He's got the co-pilot and all of the people in the crew. So they're locked in the cockpit and it's a different person every time. And he, like, one of the first questions I ask when he lands the first day, I'll go, how's your captain? And he'll be like, this guy's so cool. Or like, he's a former fighter guy. Or like, he's the worst. (laughs) Or just talks about himself or doesn't talk at all. And so I've told him, I'm like, there's there's people in the world that like, because Chad is very friendly and he wants to engage with people. But I've had to talk to him about energy. Okay. Those people that sit next to you and don't re-engage, like you're handing out your energy. You're giving energy, giving it, giving it, giving it, giving it, and you're not getting any back. You are going to feel so depleted at the end of the day because no energy has been pushed back into your body. And this is getting a little hoo-ha for you, Glenn, a little (laughs) hooey. But if you're pouring energy into somebody and you're getting none back, they're just sucking your life force out. You know what I mean? But if you have an engaging conversation with somebody who then gives back energy, you're going to feel good when they leave. And so what you're saying is you're giving your energy away, Glenn, and you're getting none back in return for those people that you're talking about. So stop. I'm like, Chad, stop giving away your energy for free. You're just giving it out and you're getting nothing back. Don't do that. And so he's starting to learn that actually it's true. Like you don't have to just give of yourself, your energy constantly. So what you're saying with those people that don't get back, stop it. Okay. Got it. Does that make sense? What does he it, ever, it does make sense. This is what came to mind for me because I'm a guy. Does he ever complain about the captain that hasn't showered in three days? You know, that hasn't come up yet. Because <laughs> that would be a tough one for eight hours. In I, the I, <laughs> yeah, I think these guys are probably, you know, they're in fancy hotels every night. Uh, I think they probably utilize the facilities. I haven't heard that one yet, but are I have stuck heard. With the same, not stuck. Are they with the same crew? So the same flight attendants and everybody travel together for the four days or is it different flight attendants and stuff? When you're in a domestic, like he's a domestic pilot. Yeah. The fl- the flight crews are different every time. Okay. 
Almost every some every once in a while he'd be like, "We spent the whole two days with the, with the same flight crew," and now, it's if he like was flying to Paris, then it'd probably be the same crew, right? Yes, yeah. you. Th- my my friend used to fly to Johannesburg and back, and it was like two week round trip kind of thing, and so they were with the same pilots and same flight crew for two weeks. Now, does he ever want to do international? I think the trips are too long. He doesn't want to be gone that long. Yeah, because you're going. Oh, for, let's for let's week. back up. Yeah. I don't want him to be gone that long. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Somebody was telling me they're like your husband, because so, I taught Chad how to pony yesterday, and I made him pony oh, miles on the trail. Him not wearing a helmet, by the way. Yeah, between him and Farm Boy, it's a lost battle. They yeah. both signed things. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> husband signed the insurance life insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't. I, I I can only do so much. I do. I do make Farm Boy wear a helmet when we're riding baby horses, mm. but when he's just like on the trail, he will. He'll quit. It's, <laughs> it's just not worth the fight. You know, not like it's a fight. It's just not worth the stress. Yeah. So you're a grown ass man. You do what you want to do. Except but, when you're my husband, then you sign the life insurance policy. Yeah, well, and and Farm Boy has signed his life away too, so we're good. <laughs> uh, so so he, I taught him to pony yesterday, and he had to lead. And of course, I'm like, okay, while you're riding Duke, I want you to lead Miles. What? Yeah, you're gonna lead Miles while you're riding Duke. What? No, no. <laughs> That's what I'm. And I was say. like, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, here, you're on Duke right now. Here, take Miles. I was like, this is how you do it. Just walk circles to the right. It'll be fine. You need to figure it out. How many bite marks on his thigh when he got back? Uh, He just bites Duke. (laughs) (laughs) Miles just bites Duke and Duke doesn't care. So it all works out. (laughs) So I was riding Zeus and I ponied Julie and somebody's like, oh my God, your husband is so amazing. He does all these things with you. And like, he's so great. And you taught him to pony and he's so awesome. Let me give you guys the real (laughs) truth here. Do you want the real story, Glenn? I think I know what it is because I've been on his side. So yeah. No. You begged him. Promised him things. No, 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 no. He does it strictly out of guilt. And I'll tell you why. Do you know where my husband is right now? Oh, he's on a golf he's trip. He's playing for golf. No, he's playing golf. He joined a local country club. So he can, and it's right next to Lucas's school. So he's like, I'll take Lucas to school I'll drop today. Him off. I got this. <laughs> and he drives up there and he drops off the kid and then he goes and plays golf all day. So when he comes home at like two, I'm like, get on the horse. You have to do something with me. So he literally only does these things strictly out of guilt. So don't think that he's like, oh, my you know, heart is open. Also, it's one of those hobbies that takes freaking forever. Ever. Oh, my God. He'll be gone five, six hours well, and then he'll come you back. You got to take like, the long martini lunch break, you know, at the ninth hole. Oh, so. he's too serious to drink during golf. Oh, okay. Really? It's a thing. That's the only way I got through golf. Was you and me both, <laughs> but he, that's why he helps me. If golf for. was eleven or twelve holes, I'd have been fine. But that that last six holes, pff, I'm done. good for four, and then I'm throwing <laughs> it. I'd rather throw it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and why do you wear shoes on such amazing grass? <laughs> I golf barefoot, and people at his country club do not approve. No, no, no. <laughs> I told you I almost got kicked out of a Bermuda golf course the one time we did a company trip to Bermuda. My shorts were too short. They were above my knees. Oh, my God. What are you, Larry Bird? I got to the ninth hole, and they actually told me I had to leave the golf course and not finish. And I had paid like $100 to play golf that day. I, I suck at golf. Uh, and Or I had to buy new shorts in the golf shop to finish. And that's what <sighs> I ended up doing for $80. Cost me $180 what? to play golf really badly that day. 
Yeah. Oh my God. I'd be like, I'll just I'm sag. I'll be over here. Tuck your shirt in, pull your pants down, get the sag. Like, They're very you know, the brothers about in Atlanta. Their Bermuda shorts in Bermuda. And they weren't short shorts, they were right above the knee. But boy, they sell a lot of shorts that way to Americans, I bet. No kidding. <laughs> all right, oh that's enough gosh. today. You can all think about my knees sticking out. <sighs> Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm thinking I promise favors to my husband. No, it's just strictly out of guilt. And we want to know which auditor is going to be the first to post the naked challenge in the auditor room. That's what we want to know. I have so many questions from today's show. It might be Colt. Oh, God. That'd be okay. (laughs) Colt, you hear that? I need to watch it. I need to stop. I'll turn this off. Turn my mic off. Bye.